Today's fresh manner, becoming flesh, John 1, 12 to 14. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. The world became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as a one and only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Most of us like me differently, rare, medium, or well done to melt in your mouth. However, we all commonly enjoy our meat as we like it that others may not necessarily do. The word is flesh for us to chew and live on, and Jesus became that flesh, human. The idea that Jesus, the word of God, became flesh, separated himself from the spiritual, eternal, and heavenly sphere of God to, become, to come to the monotonous world of humanity is both astonishing and wonderful. Jesus becoming flesh, human, to dwell among the ones he created, to feel what they feel, see, experience pain, agony, betrayal, condemnation, and finally death, shows us, shows us the impotence of sacrifice in spiritual things, but with the expectation of both an earthly and heavenly or eternal reward, as James 1.12 states, that everyone who patiently and faithfully goes and prevails against life's test will receive a reward, a crown. Before we ever get to the reward, though, we must first allow Jesus, the Word of God, to become flesh in us and dwell in our hearts. Until we allow the Word to become flesh, eating, speaking, and meditating on the Word daily, we will not experience the power of the Word and the victory contained in them because the Word does not automatically, without first, come to pass and dwell within us. According to verse 12, we must receive the Word to have the right and power, the privilege for us to use it as whatever we need it for. Jesus' name, Emmanuel, God with us, in Matthew 1.23, shows that he is more than just a mere word. And according to Revelation 19.11, the spirit of the word made flesh within us is what produces prophetic testimonies. Have you ever stopped to think about why it was necessary for Jesus to come in the flesh? Why did the God who created the heavens and the earth have to take on human form? It's for, it is for Hebrew 4.15 to come to pass. That as our high priest and faithful savior, Jesus needed to put himself in our place to be able to fully represent us because he knows and understands what it means to be tempted in every way we get tempted daily so he can be sympathetic towards us help us overcome temptation and come to spiritual maturity as James 1, 1 to 4 states. It is only when the word becomes flesh in us that we begin to receive the revelation of the Father, powered by the word of God, made flesh in us according to John 17, 25 to 26. Meditating on the word is vital to assessing the world by the instruction enclosed within the word for success according to Joshua 1.9. And while meditating on the word seems small, the power within the word can destroy strongholds. If Christ doesn't become flesh and dwell within us, we will be unable to confess him as Christ. And according to 1 John 4.1-3, any person who does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not from God and is therefore an antichrist. Jesus not only became flesh to us, but according to John 6.51, he equally is the bread that came down from heaven, the living bread that satisfies the spiritual hunger of those who believe in him and has allowed him to dwell and manifest in them. So we need to take that flesh, 
chew on meat, the meaty flesh of the world, so that we can live and prosper. Shalom.